Hi, so today we're going to be talking about going solo on a Disney cruise. Going solo on a Disney cruise. Is it possible? Will people think you're weird? People who are in families, who've got kids in tow, will they think you're a bit odd and you judge your solo cruiser status? Or is it really such a good idea after all? Well, don't fret. I went on a solo Disney cruise last September around the British Isles and absolutely loved it. So I'm going to be talking to you all about how you can do a solo Disney cruise. So first thing, what is a Disney cruise? Well, Disney operate five cruise ships that sail around the world. That's the Disney Magic. That's the one that I went on. That's the first ship. Disney Wonder, Disney Dream, Disney Fantasy, and the brand new Disney Wish. So the first two ships, the Disney Magic and the Wonder, launched in 1998 and 1999, respectively. And then the Disney Wish only launched uh, last year in 2022. It currently sails out of Cape Canaveral, which is near Walt Disney World, and it goes to Castaway Cape. I set off on a magical tour around the UK on board the Disney Magic. As a former Disney cast member over in Disneyland Paris, I was really interested to see how the theme parks compare to the cruise ships. It's actually my first time on a Disney cruise ship. Despite the fact that we actually sell quite a lot of Disney cruises, it's actually my first time on board a Disney cruise ship. Now, I've sailed on quite a lot of the other cruise lines. I've sailed on board CL and Cunard and P&L and lots of big cruise lines. But I wanted to see what the difference was between going on a Disney cruise and going on uh, one of these other cruise lines. So parents take your solo cruise. This is quite an important part of it. The best thing to do is to speak to your travel agent and they'll be able to help work out which is the best cruises to go on for you. They'll also be able to find out which is the best cabin for you as well to go into. Some cabins are better solo travelers. Some cabins are not so good for solo travelers. It's kind of really down to you. Me personally, I like to be in an inside cabin. That's because I don't like to be disturbed by the sunlight when I wake up. So I had an inside cabin when I went on the Disney Magic. Now, navigating around the ship is something that people really worry about when they get on board because they think, oh, people are going to sort of be judging me. It's my first time on Disney Cruise. Everyone else knows what they're doing. And I warn them, we are not having anyone to ask. Firstly, you could just stop and ask anyone. There's loads of cast members and crew around. So you can always stop and ask someone if you get a bit lost. Secondly, not the other people that have been on board the ship have probably been on board and have a Disney Cruise before. If you've been on another cruise line before, the layouts of the ships are too dissimilar. If you've been on another cruise line before, this is going to be quite simple for you to work out where you're going. It's pretty much the same layout on pretty much all cruise ships. So top deck, pool deck. At the back of the pool deck, that's where you're going to be getting your buffet. And the buffet is called Cabanas. Check the opening time because it's not open as much as like, the other cruise line buffets. So I kind of found that it was pretty much only open at lunchtime and for breakfast, not for dinner. Okay, we'll get on to dinner a bit later on. Okay, the theatre on one of the lower decks, kind of like decks three and four, five, and right at the front of the ship as well. Pretty similar to pretty much every other cruise ship you've probably been on uh, before. Okay, if you haven't been on a cruise ship before, not that hard to work out. And you're also going to have the Apatow, which we'll be talking about. And that's going to be actually help you guide um, yourself around the ship. Now, one thing to note is when you first get on board, they will welcome you on board. So you come on board, you scan your cruise card, and they welcome you into the atrium and they announce you uh, on board the ship. Now, this is fine if you're in a family. Uh, I, being on my own and also being British as well, it was, it was okay, but you just need to kind of be aware of that that's going to happen. On embarkation day, so that's the day that you first set sail, 
Uh, there's usually a ship tour that you can take as well. So it's a great way of one, finding out where everything is on the ship, two, meeting some lovely cast members, and three, potentially meeting other solo travelers as well. You need to have the Disney Cruise Line app installed on your phone. Everything runs through the Cruise Line app. So make sure you've got it. It's going to have all the information about what you do every day. That's going to be on there. Uh, it's really super easy to use. So don't worry about it, even if you're not particularly great technology. Also, if you want to be able to book excursions and that kind of stuff, they're all on there as well. It's what you dial in times, what times the quizzes are and that kind of stuff. So there's quite a lot of activities that you can do. You don't have to kind of go along with anyone else. I went to a lot of quizzes. Some of the quizzes were really hard. I did actually manage to win a quiz with a newfound friend. So I was on board. I was at the quiz on my own. Another guy was on his own. So we, we teamed up and we actually won. Uh, we actually met up a couple of times as well whilst on the ship and went for some drinks as well. So it's a great way of going to meet new people. So Disney offer short excursions that they call Port Adventures. And these are a great organized way of going to go and see the, wherever you are in the world. So for example, even though I'm British and I was going on a British Isles cruise, I've never been to some of the destinations before. So uh, I've never been to Belfast before. So I actually took one of the port excursions, the port adventures, and I took that around Belfast and learned so much about the history. I got to meet some other people. I got to meet lots of American couples. You will find there were a lot of American couples, a lot of American people on board the ship, even though we were going around the British Isles, and it was pretty much Americans that were on board. Americans do like to chat as well. So they will strike a conversation and just chat to you uh, wherever you are on the ship as well. So I got told I look like Dana White. I didn't really know who this person was. Apparently he's in charge of UFC. I got told by three different people whilst I was on board that I looked like Dana White. So um, yeah, okay. I'd take, I, if I was here, I'd be insulted that people think that I look like him, but uh, okay, that's fine. So you don't always have to have to go ashore. So for example, the person, port that we went to uh, on the cruise was uh, to Portland and I used to live not that far away from it so I decided I wanted to stay on board the ship so what I did was I went and sat in the spa pool I watched Beauty and the Beast uh, up on the funnel vision that's the uh, big tv that's next to the, the pool deck um, I had some nice food I went to the spa I got some room service and just went and generally explored the ship so it was a great way exploring the ship with less people on board so making the most out of your dining experience. A lot of people really love dining on board a Disney cruise. So firstly, you can go to the buffets when they're open. So that'd be breakfast and lunchtime as well. It's the evening. That's where your solo dining experience kind of comes to life. So I was put on another table with two gentlemen from America, one who used to work for Walt Disney World and one who lives in Florida, but doesn't work for Disney. They didn't know each other but we're all saying solo, so they put us on the same table. Uh, likewise, I also had two ladies, again, they didn't know each other, from the UK. They'd been on Disney cruises before, so it was quite handy because I could sort of sit and chat and talk to them about uh, what they'd done before, some good some tips as well. So it was a really great experience for me meeting these people. So um, they will put you on the table with other people. So don't feel you're going to be just sat there all on your own, <laughs> twiddling your phones whilst having dinner you will be sat with people now it's called rotational dining on disney what that means is you rotate around to different dining rooms each night so there's three main dining rooms on board so first night we went to rapunzel's 
Second night, we went to Lumiere's uh, restaurant. And then the third night, we went to um, Animix Palette. And then we rotated back around again because we were seven night cruise. So we ended up doing Rapunzel's three times and the other two twice. Okay. Great thing is that your weight and stuff also come with you as well. So why is that great? One, you don't have to keep explaining every single time if you've got an allergy, tolerance, something like that. I wanted to always have a nice ginger beer with my dinner. What was ready waiting for me? It was a ginger beer on the table every time. If you've never been on a cruise before, you can order what you want. So, for example, you know, my server would always say, really, this is two really good um, desserts. Have both. So, we get great with that. <laughs> it's great. So, it's great because you know that every night you're going to sit down and you're going to be able to talk to these people that you've just met. And you've also got your waiting staff as well. So, and they really, really are attentive to you as well. Of course. If one night you feel like you don't want to go and socialize, grab some room service, get it delivered to your cabin, pull a Disney movie and just chill out and relax. Maybe you've had a really um, long day on your port adventure. What we did end up finding was that because we were talking so much, so what we would do is after we've gone for dinner, we'd go out and maybe go to a bar, we'd maybe go and see a show or go and do some other activity afterwards. So it was a great way of meeting new people and then going off and going and doing other things. And again, a couple of times they came to the same quizzes as me and they met out with other people. So don't feel that you're going to be left on your own. You can be if you really want to. One of the big things about going on Disney cruises, of course, meeting the Disney characters and so meeting all your new Disney friends and also Marvel friends are also on board uh, the Disney ships now as well. So does this mean that it's only for kids? Can only kids go and meet the Disney characters? Well, that's a big no. You can go and see and meet the Disney characters. You'll see lots of pictures of me going to meet lots of different characters. I live next to Disneyland Paris. I know lots of people who work in the entertainment industry. Um, so I can go and meet characters whenever I want. So I originally, I wasn't going to go and do this, but I thought, you know what? The queues are super short, especially if you go later in the evening as well, when some of the kids are kind of gone to bed. The queues for the characters are quite short. You can find all the characters and meet and greet times on the app okay so don't feel that it's just for kids you have just as much right queue up and go and meet those characters you don't have to buy the really expensive uh, photo package just give the person who's looking after the character on your phone that's it just for you okay have to spend or two dollars buying a photo pass pack as well okay so can you go on a disney cruise on your own yes of course you can are you gonna have fun Absolutely. Is it just for kids? No, Disney Cruise is not kids. If anything, there were times when I actually thought I was on an adult only cruise. There weren't that many kids on board. It was September, so most of the kids come back to school. The only kids that were on board were some American kids. There weren't that many of them. There are adult only areas as well on board the ship. So Fathoms, after a certain time, was the bar kind of uh, area, entertainment in, in there as well. And also you have Old Gills, and Old Gills is the adult-only sports bar. It's an Irish kind of bar. So I watched some football, soccer, as I had to kind of be explained to the Americans and did some quizzes in there. And it's really kind of nice to sort of chill out and relax and definitely no kids in there at all. So tips for going solo on a Disney cruise. Research what you can and can't do on board. Don't feel that you have to go with a kid or go with families or go with anyone else. You've got just as much right to do any of the activities on board as anyone else. Speak to your travel agent or speak to one of us at Rock the Boat. We can definitely help with sorting out your cabin and everything else as well. Make sure you take that tour 
when you first get on board on embarkation day to give yourself a great overview of everything that's on board the ship. And the main thing is also enjoy yourself. You're there to have fun. Whether you're on a three-night cruise out of Port Canaveral after going to Walt Disney World, whether you're going around Mexico, whether you're going around the UK, you go around the Norwegian Fjords out of Barcelona, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long you're on board for. You're there to enjoy yourself and have fun. So my advice is just go for it. If you want to go on a Disney cruise, even if you're on your own, just go for it. And if you need any help, please get in touch with us. Thank you very much. And please subscribe and leave a review or any comments if you're watching us on YouTube. Thank you much. Goodbye.